0: You're now listening to the Strongin' Yesterday Podcast. What's up, sports fans? Hey, today on STY Podcast, we are going to go a little different direction. We are going to talk about sportsmanship. This is Jay, coming to you out of Las Vegas, and... One of the things we really like to do is just tie in things from our regular life, things that we experience, things that we go to and go through, and just give you our perspective, give you kind of you know our rundown, our thoughts on what what's taking place in the real world. A lot of times, the topics we talk about are the ones, the small ones that a lot of people wouldn't, because they're always talking about everything that is. The biggest issue in the entire world that gets the most attention on the news, and I think that it's sometimes more important just to talk about regular, real life. There's always big things we can talk about, but this stuff gets overlooked more often than not. So today, I'm coming to you, and I'm speaking to you from an from my viewpoint as an athlete. Some of you do, some of you don't know. I grew up playing sports my entire life, and. It's one of those things where I developed a different view than a lot, but also a view that I feel feel that unless you reach a certain level in sports, and it's not to be mean or anything, it's just unless you reach a certain level, there's a, a lot of parts of the game, a lot of parts of competition, sportsmanship, just even being competitive that is missed when you haven't played at a higher level and I only made it so far so I didn't make it to the pros or any of that and I didn't even get to experience my true story which someday we'll get into but even still there is a common thing theme I come in come into and come across when I'm out on a let's say a baseball field or a softball field Baseball was my sport growing up, so that's where I speak from with the most experience, and I play a lot of softball these days because, you know, as an old man, baseball ain't a thing, not as much as it was when we were younger, and what something I once thought could, (laughs) the idea of playing softball was ridiculous when I was younger, and then one day I went out and played, and I was like, "Oh, oh, this is what's been missing, competition, brings a different piece of you alive. And for those of you who are listening to this, I hope a lot of you are listening to this who aren't athletes, didn't grow up as athletes, weren't raised as athletes, because sometimes it's a good idea just to get a different perspective, something you've maybe never heard of or thought of before. My wife grew up uh, as a singer, as an artist, and it's a different, an entirely different view on the world. But it's pretty cool because once you get to any level, you start to see some things very similarly. And it's one of the things I see with people who have success. And then I see people who show signs or, you know, clearly display signs that they've never had success. And it's a good thing because if they had it, they'd be just assholes. And this is where sportsmanship really comes into play. me, it baffles me because when you play a game at any level, there is a certain level of appropriate sportsmanship, competitiveness, and the more competitive the sport gets at the higher level you play, the more people lock in, the more people lock down, the deeper things get, the more serious things get. As well and as right they should. What always blows my mind are for the people who play at an extremely low level in a very, pretty much uncompetitive environment and just act like absolute buffoons. Where is it that we decided that we bring the same attitude, the same demeanor we would if we were absolutely annihilated at a bar? How is that your demeanor as a human when you choose to play sports with other individuals? It's one of those things, and I mean, it truly blows my mind when I see this, and I see it a lot. Play old man softball. It is, you know, part beer league softball, and then there's part that's actually some very competitive athletics being taken place, and they're not always one and the same, and sometimes they overlap, and when they do, it's not usually a pretty thing. You know, there's lower levels, there's higher levels, and there's far higher levels than I've played in or maybe ever will. But at every level I've been at, you can see who is an athlete, and it's not just cuz they're good at the sport. It's typically, to me, it's much more in the mindset. I can tell when I play with somebody who's older and no longer has the ability to play at that level, but you can tell in their mind they were a higher level athlete because they think like one. And when I say that, it's things of the line of they understand what competition is. They understand what success is. They understand what it is to be extremely good and how to handle that. I played on teams before when you start getting a lead, you start jumping up on somebody. Everybody all of a sudden starts acting like a bunch of clowns bunch of assholes who've never been there before in their entire lives and I just sit there and I just bite my lip and I shake my head going what the fuck and sorry this podcast there's probably going to be a little bit more cussing than on some of the average ones because this is some personal shit for me this is one of those things that I think I see every single night I'm on a field there's always one guy on a team who's just acting an absolute fool And there's always this, you know, there's always the one team in the league who just wants to fight everybody. And there's always the one guy who can't get along with anybody. And then there's the one guy who can't get along with his own team. Now, this is the guy who, to me, is the most confusing. I just went through something with this with a guy on one of the teams I run. He (laughs) just couldn't get his shit together, could not get his mind right. And it's one of those things where every single season you're with around a person. They have the same problem with somebody, but it's always a different person and it's always for a different reason. And you know exactly what I'm talking about because you've most likely been around it and you most likely have experienced it and it is just a pain in the ass. It just blows my mind when certain people just can't get along with people. And no matter what happens, no matter who they speak to or who speaks to them or any combination of the sort, it is always the other person who's at fault. And there is no getting through to them because it's almost as just, they just don't understand it. What I have to say to those of you who are out there that are the person I'm talking about right now. hey what are you doing? B, knock it the fuck off. And C, most of us are out there to have fun and be competitive. It shouldn't be a crazy, just ridiculous drunk asshole fest every night. Now, does that mean anything of the sort of people shouldn't be out there drinking, having a great time running around? No, there are so many, so many varying degrees And shades of gray here that make everything okay within so many realms of things that people do. And then there's so many places that these specific people I'm talking about just go straight out of bounds, straight out of line, and just don't know how to come back. And never ever understand that that's what they're doing. This does seem to be much more of a problem when you get into, you know, uh adult athletics where they become more recreational of a sort. You know, it seems to be less of a problem. When I played competitive ball, it was you didn't run into that very often. You know, you you ran into guys you liked a little more, liked a little less, you know, here and there, but even on your own team, it didn't matter your teammates, your boys. It doesn't matter if you wanna go have a beer with each other the next day. It matters that when you're on that field or when you're on that team, there's a bond that can't be broken. It's not a bond that people who've never been in a team sport at a high level can even sometimes even comprehend. And it is an incredible thing. So for those of you who just vehemently hate sports and athletes just for the sort that they exist and you're not one, Maybe you should understand that there's a lot to some athletes. Not all of them are those big dumbass jocks that you kind of think they are. Now, they're definitely, of course, in every regard is the sort. But there are so many people where there is so much more depth to what's happening than what you think. And when you get into the world of... Being an athlete, it does sometimes in life, it does give you an edge because it teaches you how to think under pressure. It teaches you how to think in really jacked up situations that you could never encounter just throughout a regular day in your normal life. And it doesn't mean athletes are smarter than everybody, but it does give us a connection to a part of our body and our brain that if you've never played athletics, you may not possess that connection. Some of you are just God-given, born, whatever you want to call it, athletes, and that's cool. My wife is one of those. She did not grow up playing sports, but is one of the most athletic women I've ever been around. Boggles my mind, and it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. But that's not the everyday. I've also been around a lot of people who couldn't jump two and a half inches off the ground if you asked them, and it's not because they're unhealthy. It's because they have no connection with their, from their mind and body. So for those of you who are not athletes... maybe it's not such a bad thing to learn a little bit about because there's some truly incredible things even outside of what you see on in sports on TV level. It can bring a lot of amazing things to people's lives. But when the people in it get sour or go sour, it can also be a very poisoning thing. You know, most of most of the men I know out there are out there <clears throat> and that's one of their... And not to knock anything on anybody's personal life. It's one of their few f- just pure freedoms left in life. Their wives, if they, their wives don't understand it, they hate the idea that that could even be true. And that's not even a knock on anybody's wife. It's just one of those things that if you never played ball, you don't understand the freedom and the pureness and the purity of what's happening out there, this raw emotion. And obviously people get out of control too, but it is still real, right? So... Let's say I'm talking to some of these men right now who, or who play softball. Let's just say specifically what I'm talking about right now. You play some old man softball, and it can be at any level, I don't care. What if you had a true passion for the game in your life? That doesn't really go away. It gets, you know, blunted and it fades over time if you don't pay any attention to it, but the moment you walk onto a a dirt field again or the grass in the outfield or anywhere on that diamond, you step between the lines all of a sudden for me it just was like boom, instantly reignited an entire piece of me my spirit and my soul that I had lost over the years just as not playing athletics it's crazy and it's amazing and it's eye-opening and I know I'm scrolling off here for you guys and that's okay I want to because I want to get a little more in-depth with sports here this is something we will talk about a lot over time because athletics and sports are a big part of my life and they're a big passion of mine. So it's something I want to be able to share with you, just the way I view it. And doesn't make it right, doesn't make it wrong. You probably disagree with me. You might completely agree with me. Who knows? It doesn't matter. That's what this is about. It's just about putting something out there so you can say, hmm, you know, what? that's a different point of view. I'm, in, you know, it's interesting. Doesn't make me right. Doesn't make me wrong. But when you when you want to talk about being a good sport, what does it mean to be a good sport? <laughs> I mean, maybe we should talk about that for a second. What does that even mean? Because it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people and a lot of people I truly believe just missed the mark. When you're playing a game, and that's why they call it a game, yeah, when you're on the field, you feel like you're go in a battle for something and no knock on the military because they actually do. You, in your little silly mind, in your silly little world, you're preparing for war. Those who... And then you, you also have to understand at the exact same moment and exact same second running parallel to that, it is just a game. So what is it to be a good sport? Well, I don't know. To me, it's... To be nice... This isn't football. We ain't got to be beating the f- shit out of each other. That's a different sport. That's not a nice sport. And baseball, when you're on a, a real baseball diamond, it is not a nice sport either. But we're not in baseball. I'm playing old man softball, you know? A lot of people are 50 on up in this thing. 30, 40, 50s. It's not a 18-year-old game. It's not a bunch of kids who have been competing at the highest level their entire life just battling each other's faces off. For something that truly matters, this is a different thing. This is recreational for some and competitive for others. But just being a good teammate, when one of your teammates make a mistake, not jumping on them and ripping the shit out of them just because every single time that's what they do and every single time you're down their throat and destroying whatever little confidence they have left because it's not like they didn't know they just made a huge mistake and don't feel a thousand times worse about it than you do on the other half of the field. Maybe it's when they make a mistake and inside you're like, what the fuck? It's going, hey, no worries, bro. I got it. We good. Everything's okay. Pick your head up. These are the things you do to pick up your team, to make the people around you stronger. Part of good sportsmanship, in my opinion, is being a good teammate. Do you make the players around you better regardless of your athletic ability and talent on the field? Are the men or women or people or kids or whatever's on your team, are they better for being around you? Or are you the reason that your team's not nearly as good as it should be? I make it a point when I step on a field to affect my team in a positive way, whether I play good or not. I may have the worst game of my life. And it's, that's such an infuriating feeling. If you've never had it, it's hard to truly describe you. But even in those moments, it's not my job to throw a fit and act ridiculous. It is that in those moments that my team needs me to keep my shit together more than ever and be a stand-up version of myself. I may be failing on one level, but I don't have to fail them on every other level. I can pick my boys up around me. I can help my team be better in another way. Every once in a while, your talent just ain't there that day. For those of you who are talented ball players, you understand this, that some days, a talent, you just walk around and do some pretty incredible things with, eh, every once in a great while, well, it just takes the day off. You see it in the pros, you see it in every level, and that's okay. But it doesn't mean that day you have to take off and be just a dick and destroy everything around you because you had a bad day, right? To me, good sportsmanship is even when you're doing terrible to keep your head up, to keep their head up, to be positive and keep your team in the game. Because when you're not playing a sport, that's purely physical in the way of football baseball's in a, in a very different way a m- much more of a thinking game there's a lot more solitude there's a lot more time between things there's a lot of stuff where your brain goes and has your brain is doing a lot of different things than it would be in football where there is a lot but it is also reactionary and there's a lot more in your face action where it is it does take away that other level of thinking and when you just beat the shit out of people every time they make a mistake and these are for the ones that I'm talking about the people who are giving it their all there's people at every level that go out there every single day no matter what they do and they give everybody on that field their best those are the people you pick up those aren't the people you slam when they make a mistake so what they do for a ball they didn't catch it good for them I tell them good effort good job if it was a really stupid decision, i say good effort. But hey, maybe next time we make a better decision. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be. What the fuck are you doing, ass? What are you doing, blah, blah, blah? This is, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it is unbelievable the people that are John people out there. And usually it's the ones who aren't the better players themselves, which is always, to me, the baffling thing. It's never the dude, or not, never. Typically not the guy out there that's the most elite player that played at the highest level that's doing things that nobody else on the field can do. Typically he's just, you know, understanding the surroundings, being a good sport, being a good teammate, being competitive at an appropriate level. What's that mean? Being competitive at an appropriate level. <laughs> well, I actually had to hurt I had to kind of check myself real hard when I first started playing softball because I I didn't know what that meant. I had only played competitive ball at a competitive level, which means you don't have to moderate it. You just are all out, balls to the wall every day. You are playing at the utmost of everything you have all the time. That's just what you do when you're a competitive ball player. That's and every day in and out grinding and that doesn't mean that and when I say ball play I mean in any sport this is what you do as an athlete to play at a high level you grind and when you for me the transition from that i took some, i i was hurt for a very long time and did was out of the sport for about 10 years and when i came back in the one thing that had not changed in me in that regard was i only understood how to be competitive at one speed at one level and at first, it was the funnest thing I'd ever done playing ball again. You know, I couldn't, it was like a little kid in a candy shop again. Every day I walked out there, I was just, it was unbelievable. I lit up every time. It was crazy. An old man, I shouldn't be feeling like that. Not that old, but you know what I'm talking about. And it was just one of those things where I started playing for a while and I just started liking it less and less and less. And this happened pretty quick. I find that all I am the whole time I'm there is pissed off because I'm looking around and nobody's trying. Nobody's playing. Nobody cares enough to win. Nobody's, half the guys I played on the team with, it was this little Tuesday morning work league. Half of them didn't even want to be there. Half of them didn't care if we lost. Half It just wasn't, and it, I was losing my mind for a season. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I just was at, just beside myself. And then one day I was like, wait a second. I started actually, I just pulled my head out of my ass and started thinking. And I was like, wow, maybe it's not all of them. Maybe it's me. Because I realized in that moment in time, I'm playing at a competitive level that didn't exist where I was. It wasn't something that was even a thing. So what I was expecting internally from people wasn't even on the table. So it was either I remain like some of the guys I played with who were just pissed off at absolutely everything all the time because nobody's doing exactly what they hoped or thought and blah, blah, blah. Or I adjusted and made, readjusted my expectations with an understanding of where I was at in my new surroundings. I did this and all of a sudden I, became, I fell in love with what I was doing again because I realized that I can, I can hold myself to that standard, but I cannot hold anybody else to that standard. This is not what we're doing. We're not in, you know, you don't practice a lot. Or some people, you know, they don't practice. Usually it's one day a week. People do much dudes show up who don't train, don't play sports, don't do anything for their health, don't do anything for their, they don't work out. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on of the things that they don't do to improve themselves, and they show up every week to play some ball. And at first for me, I couldn't believe it, and I couldn't understand it because that's not how I'm built, not how I'm wired. (laughs) The moment somebody asked me if I wanted to play ball again, I was like, I hadn't even thought about it in 10 years. It It had escaped my mind entirely. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, God, yeah, sure, I'd love to. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I don't have a glove. Somebody stole my glove a couple years back out of my car. Like, what are of those crazy things. And I'm like, huh, had to go get one. You know, just one of those things, you just start picking things together. You're like, oh, my God, all of a sudden, you actually don't have all the stuff that you've always had your entire life. You're like, this is new. You know, but then you get back in the swing of things, and you realize it. like, if you were a good sport, you were raised with good, I would say, sport etiquette. You know, it's like at a tennis match. They clap and they do things we don't understand. Or at golf, it's quiet in ways that maybe I don't understand because I didn't grow up playing golf. There's etiquette to every sport. And there's... If you're too ignorant to go out and learn the etiquette because you think it you're above it, then you're the fool. It's not because you're so good. It's not because you're so necessary. Yeah, if you're a great athlete and you're playing recreational sports, then you are pretty necessary to a lot of these teams because there's not a lot of people in the world who are great athletes in general. You know, the higher you get up on that scale, the smaller the basket gets that you're picking from. That's just the reality of life in absolutely any and absolutely everything. But for the recreational, for those who, actually even those who aren't, those who are competitive now, take something that I've learned playing sports as an adult and as a child, and in between, is being competitive is amazing. Trust me, it is. It is. <laughs> if you have never learned to be competitive, wow. Being taught how to be competitive and drive and grind like that is truly incredible. Being a good sport while being able to do that is an even better skill. Think Derek Jeter, not Barry Bonds. Both some of the greatest who've ever done anything in the game of baseball, but only one is revered, although the other has far more accolades. It is a measure of who you are as a person, how you act, when you don't have to act a certain way. It's a hell of a thing you learn, and I talk a lot about being in the restaurant industry so I'll try not to keep you guys long. but this is another one is you learn the measure of a person on how they treat you when they don't have to treat you nice they don't have to be good to you when they have the power to just treat you like shit and they choose to be good to you that's when you can start to truly see the measure of a person this is very true in sports as well and if you're a you're getting your ass kicked out on the field don't be a sore loser stop being a sore loser Everyone in the world is sick of that shit. Be a man. You don't cry when you win, stop crying when you lose. We all get beat in this sport, and we all win in this sport too, some more than others. Be a true sportsman. Have etiquette, have respect. All out and go as hard as you ever need to and can but also understand that being a, having good sportsmanship and being a good sportsman is so important that most of you who don't have it will never know but it is of the utmost importance in this world when you're out in an area and you can be taken seriously because you're not a joke don't be a joke Be an athlete, even if you're not one. If you're going to go onto a field, put your mind in a position where you can be a good version of yourself, not the worst version of yourself. Go escape somewhere and be something amazing. Maybe that's the only thing you get to do that week that is amazing. We can change that later. Go be awesome. Go be awesome. Go be great. Go be amazing at something. And if... You're not an athlete, and what I'm saying doesn't make sense. That's okay. You're probably amazing at things that we completely suck at, pretty much how the whole world goes around. So no knocking, just talking. I uh, had a great time talking to you guys, and I'm going to catch you on the next episode, all right? So this is Jay. If you want to pick up any gear, right now we got a really dope new camo hoodie out for uh, pre-order, and uh, you can head on over to www.strongerthanyesterday.com. And it is then. T-H-A-N, all right? Pick up some gear, pick up some swag. If you don't, you just hang out, love listening to us. Thanks for being here. We enjoy you having every single one of you. I hope something I said resonated with you today. And I hope something I said helps you be better today and tomorrow. Until then, until our next episode. This is Jay, and I will catch you on the flip side. Peace.